Hello, and welcome to Dyslexia Devoted, the podcast dedicated to building awareness, understanding, and strategies to help those with dyslexia. I'm your host, Lisa Parnello, dyslexia therapist and founder of Parnello Education Services. Join me as we dive into today's episode of Dyslexia Devoted. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode, or possibly your very first episode. This past week, I had the wonderful pleasure of chatting with one of our listeners in a lovely Zoom conversation, and it's so nice to be able to have a two-way dialogue because I feel like I'm talking to myself when I do these episodes because, well, reality is, I'm currently in a basement talking to myself. And so it's nice to be able to have a dialogue and really work more personally with you guys as listeners, and as my business has continued to grow, I have different opportunities for you guys. The newest one, which if you're already on my email list, you might already know about this if you read my email from last week, but I'm now also offering parent and educator coaching calls. If you are interested in that, all you have to do is go to parnelloeducation.com forward slash coaching. All of the tech issues from my website, I think are fixed, so you shouldn't have to put the W's in front of any website addresses anymore. And I look forward to working more personally with some of my listeners. So right now I'm only offering 30 minute coaching calls with the hopes of adding in one-hour calls in the future, but right now I'm actually waiting to hear back to see if I'm going to be doing some ongoing coaching for a local school, so until I know for certain this can be a permanent thing, I'm only offering the 30-minute sessions for now. So, jumping into this week's episode, number 68 of Dyslexia Devoted, it is all about preparing students for formal testing. This episode is actually inspired by a book that a student showed up with in my office last week. She came in with a book called Focused by Alison Gerber, and I'm not done listening to it, so I cannot stake my life on how it ends, but so far I'm really loving it. I'm listening to the audible version of it because I'm a busy human. It is all about a first person's perspective of a seventh grade girl who is really struggling in school and is about to get tested for ADHD. And the part of the book that I'm in, she just finished all of her testing and she's waiting until she gets the results back to find out if she has ADHD and if that's what's causing her to have so much trouble at school. I was really excited when my student brought in this book the other day because it is pretty rare for me to have an LD kind of book that I haven't seen before. And so I really wanted to jump right into it. So I'm still listening to it. I'm about a third or halfway through the book right now. And the Audible is in a like preteen kind of voice. So I find it really relatable for kids their age about the kind of things they would think about and the kind of troubles they would have with social interactions, especially if you're a forgetful kid with ADHD. It really inspired me for this week's episode to talk more about preparing kids for those formal evaluations. I feel like when a student hears the word test and their student who's struggling in school, they instantly freak out for good reason, because half the time they struggle and don't do very well on a test. This is why I think it's really important that we have good conversations with kids about why they're getting tested for something, because we want them to understand this is not like the test you do at school. This is not a pass or fail kind of test. It is the kind of test that tells us what strengths you have and which areas we really need to support you. So often, kids who are getting evaluated already feel like they're dumb and they're not smart enough, which obviously is not the case, but that doesn't make the feelings of it go away. We need the student to really try their best for their formal evaluation so we can get a genuine picture of what is life for them, what is really hard for them, what are they really strong at, what is easier for them, how slow do they process or how fast do they process. These things make a difference for how we can teach them. So we need the student to buy into the reason we're doing this evaluation is to help you. 
So you have to try your best because then we'll know how to help you. If you don't try your best, then we might start trying to help you the wrong way. These formal evaluations give us a peek into your brain and finding out how you learn best and why it is that things are so hard for you right now because we're not quite sure what's causing this. And we want to be able to figure out what the problem is in order to find a solution for it. Another thing we need to talk to students about is that this kind of assessment, sometimes it doesn't actually always feel like a test. Sometimes it's just chatting with a person who has the title of doctor. Sometimes it's a puzzle with blocks. And sometimes it's being able to repeat things back to somebody the way they said them. And it doesn't actually feel the way a test at school feels. So we want to make sure that they know that ahead of time going into it so we can lower some of that anxiety. Helping them know that there isn't really anything to be nervous about. There's nothing is going to affect your grades when you do this test. It's just about seeing how you learn best and knowing that we don't need to stress out over it. It just is one picture as to how you're doing. The next thing to let them know is that it's not going to be a quick process to get those results back. When you do these formal evaluations, sometimes it takes a month or more to get the final report back. A lot of times these tests have a long scoring process. It is not a fast thing. And if you are a person who's giving a ton of these assessments, sometimes people will batch them out. And when I say batch them out, I mean they will do all the scoring all in one day. And then they'll do all of the report writing in one week. And sometimes they will work in groups of how often they do this. So they might do, you know, a whole week of testing kids and then a whole week of report writing and then another week of testing kids and another week of report writing. And so depending on how the evaluator does their process, sometimes it can be a while before they get the results. And so we need the students to know that, yes, you're taking this test, but it's kind of an important kind of test. It's not the kind of test where it's like, yes, you got this right, you got this wrong, the end. It is the kind of test that takes more thought and attention to the results. It is something that you have to look at all the pieces put together. It's not just a yes or no, pass or fail kind of assessment. So therefore, we're not going to know exactly how the test went right away. Or sometimes the evaluator might do a draft and give you a shortened version of it, and then they will give you the full assessment later on after they finish finalizing all the little details. One thing that seems really obvious to me, but for some reason is not to parents, is you need to tell the child this is happening. I cannot even tell you the number of times a kid has no idea why they're coming to me. It's actually become the very first thing I ask them. Do you know why you're here today? And they're usually like, uh, I don't know. And everyone's all the way like, yeah, mom told me. It is shocking to me that nobody tells kids that this is going to happen to them. It's kind of a big deal. And to clarify, I do not do formal assessments that diagnose kids with dyslexia, but I do give an assessment on their very first day with me or as they're deciding if they're potentially going to work with me so that I can see where their skill gaps are so I can find out what areas we really need to focus on for their instruction and what things they already know. But even just to come in as like a tutor, most of the time people don't actually tell the kids why they're going to the special person. This is hugely anxiety provoking for kids. So you need to warn the kids ahead of time who they are going to and why they are going there. It can be very alarming to a student, especially if they're pulled out of class, to just have this random stranger show up one day and take them out of class. You know, remember the entire time we teach kids, don't go with random strangers. And then you're having this random stranger pull them out of class and embarrass them in front of all of their friends. So we want to make sure that kids know ahead of time what is happening, why it's happening, We're getting you tested because we feel like school's really hard for you and we want to find out why. There's going to be somebody pulling you out of class. I don't know exactly what time they're coming, but when they pull you out, you're not in trouble or anything. It is just when they have time to give you a quiet place to take your assessment. 
And then when you finish the assessment, it probably won't actually feel like a test while you're doing it for a lot of the parts of it. But when you finish, we won't actually know the results right away. It'll probably be a couple weeks before we know the full answer of what the assessment says. But hopefully by the end of it, we will know better how we can help you do better in school. Simple as that. It does not have to be this huge drawn out conversation. It can be something really short and sweet, telling them who's going to be there, why they're doing it, what is its purpose, and what's going to come out of it. Okay, so to recap, there are many ways that we can help a student be prepared to take a formal assessment. I'm actually going to go out of order for this. The very first one is to tell them that they're going to have an assessment, who it's with, and why they're doing it. Then talking to them about the fact that the assessment may not even feel like a test. Parts of it are just talking like a conversation or playing games with blocks and different things like that that don't actually feel like a normal test. Then talking to them that the results might take a while, but the whole point of the test is that if you really try your best, that tells us how your brain works, which things are easier for you, and then also which things are really hard for you. Knowing the results of this assessment can tell us how can we teach you better in a way that you learn best. Everybody's brain is a little bit different, and we need to find a little bit more about your brain so that we know how to help you learn best. Because school's really hard for you, and we don't want that anymore. We want to make it so it gets easier for you because we will know how to help you in a more effective way. All right, that's it for this week's episode. Remember, if you are on the Dyslexia Devoted newsletter, you find out right away about the latest offers and special giveaways that I'm participating in. So make sure you go ahead and join at parnelloeducation.com forward slash email, and you can sign up to get all the links of the things I mentioned in the episodes straight into your inbox. So last week I mentioned about the coaching program that I'm doing now. So you can sign up for 30-minute parent or educator coaching sessions with me at parnelloeducation.com forward slash coaching. That's it for now. I'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you want to learn even more about dyslexia, check out parnelloeducation.com forward slash courses. See you next time.